0: So I don't know about you, but I really like planning. I really like reading and figuring things out and researching and learning. I love the process of building my skills and getting better at something. And when I have an idea, I really like the process of putting it into practice, laying the groundwork, learning what I can, getting really good, doing all of the things that I feel like is going to make the project a success. But there's something that I see a lot that I've done a lot in the past and I actually see with a lot of the business owners that I work with, um, a lot of the creative people that I work with are people who are entrepreneurs who are trying to start something new, uh, creative people who are trying to start something new. And that's the idea of overthinking and overplanning. I see a lot of people do that. And the reason why I can relate to it so strongly is because it's something that I've done many times. And I think that the more sort of anxiety I have over what I'm creating and the anxiety that I haven't engaged with, and I'll talk about that later, the more that I want to overthink things and overplan. And it becomes paralysis by analysis. Maybe you're familiar with that term. So we get paralyzed. And I really believe that that act of overthinking and overplanning and that mode of overthinking and overplanning is a mask for fear. So that's what I'm going to talk about today. This is Chris Falltimes, and this is Hyper Memoir. Um, Thank you, everybody, for listening. I've been kind of oscillating between a couple couple kind of episodes, Um, the more personal ones, I guess, the personal stories that I think feed into the themes that we're talking about here, which is finding creative voice, but then also episodes like this where it's more just me talking about ideas that I've had. So I'm trying to find the balance between those. So keep listening, comment, let me know what you prefer. Uh, In the end, I'm probably going to do what I want to do, but it really helps to know what people like because sometimes that sways what I want to do. And I really want to make this something that you're getting value out of. So any feedback that you have, whether it's to the newsletter, which accompanies this podcast or to the podcast itself would be really great because then I know what I can make and, uh, what you want me to make more of and what I want to make more of. So just putting that out there, you can find the newsletter. It's linked from the podcast. So anyway, let me get into it. So I have, I've found that I've often had the belief, and I think this is my default mode or default mode for as long as I can remember. I would have the belief that if I read enough books, if I got enough education on a topic, if I took enough courses or planned or did enough exercises or training or whatever it is, then it would come to this point where whatever project that I'm planning to do could go without a hitch. There'd be no problems, everything would be figured out, and I would just kind of walk that path with no difficulty. So I've tried that for years and decades and gone back and forth. And there are some areas of my life even now where over planning and overthinking and getting more skills can often get in the way of me making progress on the goals that I've set for myself or the things that I want to see created. In other areas, less so. So I've been thinking about that concept and I've been thinking about it because it's a concept that I've noticed in myself, like with all of this stuff. This is all stuff that I've dealt with and been able to have a little bit of success, maybe small in some places, a little bit of success uh, dealing with. So That's why I'm sharing all this with you, of course. I've said that before. And I think the feeling is that if we know enough, if we plan enough, if we take enough courses or have enough resources or research enough, then we can remove all of the risks from what we're doing. But I think with any creative endeavor or any endeavor that's meaningful, so that could be a business, it could be an art project, it could be anything that you're putting out to the world, the risk is inherent. And that risk is the risk of judgment, the risk of putting yourself out and nobody caring, the risk of being criticized. All stuff that I've talked about before, the risk of feeling vulnerable, talked about that before in previous episodes. So there's this risk that is inherent in doing something new that in a way, when we over plan, what we're trying to do is hedge that risk. And it's just not possible. There is a certain amount of planning that we need, but it's easy to take it too far. So we do want things to be perfect sometimes. And I think that's the other way of looking at this is we want things to be perfect. And we've talked about perfectionism before. We, I, In fact, that was the first episode I ever did. I did that episode because perfectionism was the f- main thing holding me back from doing this podcast. So I got into perfectionism. I got into talking about perfectionism early on because I wanted to break through what I felt was the biggest blocker for me to getting this podcast out. So This, what we're talking about today, the overthinking, overanalysis, overplanning is actually another species of perfectionism where the act isn't necessarily about learning more or planning or actually getting things right. Sometimes it's a mask for fear. And I talked about that when I talked about perfectionism, that there's this idea that we can get to perfect. And when we get to perfect, then nothing is going to go wrong. Or when we get to perfect, then it'll somehow alleviate our anxiety or our fear or our vulnerability. And it won't just spoiler alert, that's not going to happen. So the mentality actually isn't even about getting things perfect, or it's not even about quality or excellence or anything like that. It's really about that internal feeling of fear. And again, if we do enough, if we get things just right, then somehow we're going to be ready. And there's going to be this point where we have perfect information and the situation is perfect and we can go ahead. It's funny because I was talking to someone recently about how for a lot of the important things in life, and I put creative work under this, so writing a book or starting a business or putting out music or whatever, there's this feeling, I I feel like anytime I've taken a step to do something that I really, really want to do, and I feel like is important, also having kids, stuff like that, or um, when I went to college, going back to college as an adult, I never felt ready. Anything that I did that was worthwhile, I never felt ready. I never felt like, okay, I know what I need to know, and I'm good to go. I'm comfortable. Um, I'm completely informed about this. Honestly, having kids is a great example of that because when I've had my kids, I had no idea how to be a parent. And I think anybody who's a parent knows exactly what I'm talking about. You have a kid, you bring home a baby from the hospital and you're like, okay, now what do I do? And the answer isn't clear. And there's hundreds of answers. There's all kinds of research you can do. But if you waited to have kids until you do that research, maybe that is a thing that wouldn't happen. So you could actually not end up not having kids when you want them. Because you're spending so much time trying to become ready. And that's never going to happen. So, same thing with starting a business. I talk with a lot of creative business owners, a lot of creative people who are trying to start a business in my day job with Council for Creators. And what ends up happening is you have people who never end up starting a business, who never move forward because they're always planning. I've worked with people who have been planning their business for a year. And I'll tell them, I'll tell them what I'm about to tell you. I'm like, just take the first step, just pierce that veil or whatever it is you want to call it that separates you from doing zero to doing one. And even if that's one step out of a million, taking that one step, there's magic in it. And so that's what I always try to tell people to do. That's what I tell myself. Just begin, just get started. That is the hardest part. And it's the scariest part. And I think a lot of people shy away from that. And the way that you can easily shy away from that is being like, well, I need to do more research or I need to learn a little bit more. And and there's so many, of, so many people I talk to who they'll tell you they're ready to start a business or ready to start this creative project or do a thing. And when you get down to it, you're like, okay, cool. Here are the steps that you need to take. Begin. They're like, well, actually, let me, let me go do some more research. Let me go think about it. And I know what that means. It means they're afraid. And I don't, judge them for that but I'm just saying I recognize it I recognize it because I'm familiar with the feeling because for me what that was it was be reading too much so I love to read I love to read about creativity and business and music uh, all kinds of stuff all freaking any kind of book I'll read it and that's great I still will read I always read every day for a long time but what it would, what would actually happen is let's say if I wanted to start a business, I'd be like, okay, let me order these three books off Amazon first and read them. Okay. Then I read them and there's another book that I think I need to read. So I see someone refer to it or it's, you know, kind of suggested based on what I've already bought. Okay. Let me get that one. And I can tell myself that, well, I'm just getting myself ready to do the thing. And then five years passes or whatever. And I still haven't done the thing. And I've had that happen to me before. same thing with videos, like YouTube videos and tutorials and courses and all this other stuff. You feel like, okay, let me just do one more so that I can get ready. But like I just said, you're never going to be ready. It's never going to happen. So you might as well just start. And by the way, the greatest teacher is the process of starting. So like I tell a lot of my uh, clients that I work for in Council for Creators, I tell them that you can read books. Go ahead. But you're never going to learn as much as when you actually put something out to the public. Because then you get real feedback. It's not just theoretical and it's applied to your situation and you learn and you take it in and it has emotional resonance and all that great stuff that actually makes it, I feel like, true learning. So you need a balance. You obviously... I think if you're doing something new, if you were learning to play an instrument, of course, you want to take lessons and learn how to play the guitar or whatever it is. Or if you want to set up a business, it's good to have basic information, but you also don't want to lose the plot. You don't want to go down a rabbit hole and be like spending the next few years planning, because while you're doing that, time passes and you turn around and a decade is gone. So be careful. Be careful with that. And. We're never going to have perfect knowledge. And we can stay in the planning phase on so many things. So that's what I'm talking about. And what often happens is you lose steam. Like you lose sight of why you even started reading those books in the first place. And so, yes, maybe you've read every business book that's ever out there after a decade of procrastinating or not really engaging with the fear. Because, by the way, starting something is freaking scary. And I've talked about that doing anything, putting anything out, fear never goes away. I mean, even as I record this episode, in the back of my mind, I have all kinds of intrusive thoughts of like, is this going to be good? Am I saying things the right way? Am I pausing too much? Maybe all those things might be true, but I'm getting another episode under my belt and I'm doing it again and I'm doing it again. And I feel like with each one, it gets a little bit easier or the fear or anxiety or whatever you want to call it becomes manageable. It's just a natural thing that you'd feel that way. So don't get it twisted, by the way. I'm not saying that planning is no good. And I think I just mentioned that, but I want to make it really clear, crystal clear, that planning is important for any project that I do. So in my business or anything else, I do plan. I do sort of figure out what the vision is, where we're trying to get, what steps we need to take to get there. But when that's done, when I have a clear view, then I begin moving. I begin moving. And it's about finding the balance and figuring out, are we planning because we're trying to figure out the action steps that we need to take? Or are we planning because we're pushing back that moment when we we need to step off of the cliff? So you have to figure that out on your own. And I think it's a matter of just being in touch with how you feel about things and being honest about your feelings. So And engaging with those feelings. Like I said, there's no way out of feeling anxiety about putting something new out there. You're always going to feel it. So instead of trying to avoid it or try to find a way to work around it, just get into it, engage with it, lean into it. I've talked about that. It's unnerving. And you're going to get into that mode. You're going to get into that feeling, that space. When you put something out, you're going to have this what the fuck am I doing feeling. I think I talked about that in an earlier episode. It feels like you're jumping off a cliff constantly. I've done stuff and I've woken up in the middle of the night wondering, am I actually crazy? Was that a stupid ass idea? And the answer is usually not. But I think there's something about the way our psychology is and the way we're wired that if you step out of the normal, your body and your emotions kind of fight back. And maybe that's a survival instinct. I'll let the evolutionary psychologist or biologist figure that one out or explain that one. I've read about that kind of stuff, but let someone else talk about it. Good good to think about it. So what I tell a lot of my clients and what I tell myself, and I told myself with this podcast, by the way, I think on the first episode when I was talking about perfectionism, I said, this podcast is not going to be perfect. It's still not perfect. It's never going to be perfect, but it's out there. And I think the last episode, episode 21, put me in the top 1% of podcasts, not in terms of money or audience, but the fact that most podcasts don't make it to 21 episodes. I think only 1%. I saw that statistic. Maybe someone can correct me, but only 1% of podcasts actually make it to 21 episodes. So all I had to do is keep showing up and now I'm in the top 1%. Not hard, but also hard. And so what I tell my clients is you have to move past the perfectionism and get feedback and learn by doing. And what you put out is not going to be perfect. I'm not advocating putting out low quality anything. But what I am saying is that sometimes you and I have standards that are too high. And these are often made up standards. And we have unarticulated fears that keep us in this mode of, well, if it's not 95% good, I'm not putting it out. Well, guess what? Um, The output of most perfectionists is zero. So I'd rather have something out, I'd rather get like a 70%, not great, but still I'd rather get 70%, like a C, C minus, if you were grading it, than a zero, which is a complete and absolute failure. So just want to point that out for the perfectionists out there who still kind of think there's a way you can be perfect. And sometimes that's me. So maybe I'm speaking to myself. Maybe some of you can relate. So it's a made up requirement. And what I found, even with this podcast, is, yes, I could have spent these last few months learning more about podcasting and start my first podcast today, but I wanted to get going. And I think by doing stuff, even if it's imperfect, it gives you more to reflect on. So there are things that I've learned about podcasting since I've started, or the way you promote, or the way that you put things out, or produce, or whatever, that I didn't know at the beginning, and I learned. And having actually something out there that's been out in the world, gives me something to look at. So instead of it being this theoretical piece of information on like how you should promote something, I can be like, oh yeah, like my episode 15 or 10 or whatever, it didn't do as well as I would like. And I realized that maybe the description I gave, it wasn't very clear or something like that. I'm not saying that that's true, but I'm just giving an example. And so I can look at what I did and give myself that feedback by the learning that I do. So I don't have to always get everything right and neither do you. So it's better to just start. And you know, like I was trying to say, I tell my clients that all the time. I'm like, just begin. And because I work with a lot of business owners, I think sometimes they're coming to me to almost tell them to be cautious and like plan everything out. And yes, I'm I'm a big advocate of planning like I just said, but the right planning. So I'll tell them, "Hey, here's what you need to do, but also let's get a bias towards action going." If you're starting a business, let's get that first dollar made. If you're thinking about putting art into the world, let's post something on Instagram, whatever it is, however you want to do it, take that step, but then also keep taking that step. Don't just stop with one, because there's a lot of joy in that feedback. There's a lot of joy in learning. And that's what I'm trying to say in this episode. So hopefully that was helpful to you. This is uh, kind of, like I said, in this episode, I wanted to talk more about some of the creative voice issues that I've been talking about on a lot of episodes because I think that's important. And my own personal journey has led me to a lot of these conclusions. So if it feels like I'm jumping back and forth between these personal stories like I did last episode or a few episodes before or whatever, and then these kind of, I don't, for lack of a better term, prescriptive episodes where I'm talking to you about things that I've done or learned about creativity That's because I am switching back and forth, because I think the two things are related. And as part of my journey in developing what I want to say and what I want to do, I'm trying to find that balance. I'm trying to actually, as I'm doing this, work out, how do I balance those things? How do I add the personal stories and mix them with maybe something about creativity that you all can learn? So I haven't got it perfect. I don't think it's actually where I want it to be, but I do appreciate you listening. And this is Chris Valtimes with the Hyper Memoir Podcast, talking about finding creative voice sharing a lot of my stories about creativity and sort of how I've come to a place in my own creativity where I feel more creative and more open to share. And that was not the case all the time. So I appreciate you, you listening, and I'd appreciate if you would also leave a review because that helps the podcast get to more people. It feeds the algorithm and does all that magical stuff that we all want. So it would really be cool if you could leave me a review or share the episode with people. That might even be better. If any of these episodes I've done are interesting to you or have resonated with you in any way, I'd love it if you could share on social media or send it to a friend or whatever. So I'm in this mode of, I want I want more people to listen. I want to I want to be able to connect with more people through this. I've really enjoyed the people I've connected with. I really enjoyed the times when I get emails from a lot of you uh, telling me that, Because of what I've been talking about, you feel like you could get more back into your creativity. So as I said early on, that's the gold for me. So really appreciate y'all who have been doing that. Um, Yeah, but other than that, stay creative and uh, take that step. If there's something that you're feeling like you need to keep planning or keep moving forward on, take that step. Do it this week and let me know how it goes. I'd love to hear it. Thanks.